0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Can Mayonnaise Kill a Jedi podcast. I am your host, the Artificial Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: have kids. I have kids. I, have kids. <laughs> I know.
0: Alright. <laughs> uh, don't mind the barking in the background. Uh, I just moved into a new room just a couple months ago. Uh, this is a temporary so, this entire setup is very temporary. I'm literally sitting on my bed right now and Hannah and Kit are sitting on their sides of the rooms in their own chairs and all that.
1: It's not convenient, but it's there.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's really gorilla style, but that's beside the point. Um, so a nice little update for the audience. We have new designs. We did a lot of new branding for the, uh, podcast. You'll have, you'll see our little logo with our little mayonnaise droid and the, uh, (laughs) <laughs> i want to say the video template with our fictional characters where i'm teaching everybody and all of that fun stuff it's really it's really good it's really good looking
1: yeah you showed us it so we've seen it so it's cool
0: yeah and kids <laughs> kids in the background just drawing the sun crusher <laughs> <laughs> But a nice little update. Uh, So this will be our final video for this year. Don't worry. We're going to be making episodes once I move into my new place next month this year. Next year, more accurately. But uh, a nice little update. We're going to try a new format where I let somebody else teach us about the the, uh, lore of Star Wars. Like, I'll mostly be the one teaching but maybe we'll have a special guest star who talks to us about uh the fours or something else that they are much more knowledgeable over than i am because i'm going to be 100 percent honest i'm not going to be well versed in the in every aspect of the lore of star wars so i think it's a really neat idea to let others that know things better than i do take over at least for one episode or two
1: yeah i like the idea yeah yes (laughs) yes
0: <laughs> and uh so with the announcements out of the way um we'll be talking about the topic of this episode is we're going to be talking about the witches of dofimir
1: isn't that what like um ventress
0: is yeah i mean ventress uh out of canon history is kind of complicated like she was a member of his other race on Ritaki, and then she was turned into a Night Sister, but we'll talk about that <laughs> in the Ventresses episode, but it's really complicated. But yes, it is a topic about the Night Sisters, but not at the same time. Um, so. This is something that always annoys me. Like, everybody looks at Star Wars, and the first things that comes to their mind are Jedi and the Sith. Like, there are these two groups of people that know how to use the Force and all that, and they are so ignorant that there are so many other organizations out there that aren't those two that know about using the Force and have their own interpretations on the Force. I mean, you
1: can't really blame the natural audience, though, because they're that's all they know that's all they're really going to understand yeah because they're not going to delve deep into the lore of it they're not going to be like oh what's beyond the sith and what's beyond the jedi There's going to be like oh this is good versus evil yeah that's what most people are used
0: to yeah that's very true and like uh i mean there are new canon movies and side sideshows that are exploring other aspects of the force or People that have their own interpretations on the force. I know neither of you. I've seen Rogue too, but there's his character—he's uh, the same guy who played the uh, I.P. Man character. Have you ever watched I.P. Man?
1: Yeah, I've seen I.P. Man.
0: Yeah, so he plays a blind character, and he's part of a Order of the Will's, which is basically their own interpretation on the force and all that.
1: Aren't most of them blind?
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just—I just remember that funny scene where uh, the main characters. Get you know yoinked by Saw Gerrera's forces, and they put the uh, the uh, bag over the dude's head, and he's all like, "Come on, I'm blind." <laughs> 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 but ultimately, uh, maybe I'll we'll do another episode on other force force organizations because all of them are pretty interesting. Um, but we'll be talk- talking about the witches of Dathomir.
1: Uh, missile lives matter.
0: <laughs> 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 I mean,
1: like let's really look at it. Day. They <laughs> to
0: life <today>. <laughs> <laughs> Missile life matter. I know one of the first memes we've ever made. Um, but yeah, um, the ninth sisters ultimately are a very small part of the witches of Daphimir. Like like, uh, like you know how like there are certain organizations of the Sith, like uh, Bane's Order, the original Sith Empire. There are many sub factions within another faction, but the Night Sisters are like a sub faction among the witches. So, before we go into the witches in general, I'm going to take you back in time. Uh, so, the planet of Dothamir, before it turned into the homeworld of the uh, Night Sisters and all that, um, Dothamir was basically this world out in the outer rim of the galaxy, and it was used as. You know how Australia was basically a penal colony for the British Empire. Yes.
1: Yeah. That's
0: basically what Daphimir was. Wait, so it's
1: Space Australia?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> basically. Like, they send all these criminals to Daphimir to let them live their lives and get tormented by the animals or ultimately get so killed, you, killed by them. me that,
1: like, the, like, the, the, the what,
0: what are they called? Like, the sisters of what? Uh, the... The Night Sisters.
1: The Night Sisters are literally
0: just Australian. Yeah, <laughs> if you think about it.
1: What the? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know how like. It's yeah. Off interesting. Yeah, so you know how like uh Dofemir, as it's portrayed in the Clone Wars, has it? It's basically it looks like this demented looking forest Like the sky is red, everything is dark. It looks very foreboding and all that. Um. Dofamir isn't literally covered in dark forests. I mean, it, a majority of it is just forests. But it has varied environments, much like Earth does. Like, uh, it has coastal lakes, tar pits, thick forests, snow-capped mountains, uh, powerful rivers, and broad savannas, small ice caps, and dramatic rift valleys, kind of like the Grand Canyon. Ooh. So it is very, very varied. That means different clans can live in spots. Yep. yep, exactly. And, like, um, but underneath all that beauty, it is teeming with a shit ton of life, you know, kind of like a certain outback. Yep.
1: <laughs>
0: Where everything wants to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> outback
1: outback
0: Statehouse? <laughs> outback in Australia. Yeah. The Australian outback, as they like to say.
1: Steakhouse?
0: <laughs> but amongst the creatures that inhabit Daphimir uh, there's like the giant dragon-like creature called Saurian. it's basically a non-sentient dragon except it can breathe fire
1: wait how cool. how is a dragon non-sentient? every living
0: thing is you have
1: sentient?
0: A picture? Uh, no they don't have any pictures for them oh man yeah I know okay, so you have a
1: dragon that's non-sentient?
0: well in Star Wars like uh they call them dragons but it's not like they're literal dragons that could breathe fire and shit
1: but it's still a living creature yeah it's... Sci-fi meets fantasy. yeah <laughs> but it's not sentient what do you mean
0: so like uh okay so a lot of animals like say a dog or a cat they're considered non-sentient like they can't think like you and i can oh,
1: if you mean like that i can understand like yeah like yeah consciousness, like if they have like if they have the ability to have like emotion and move around and actually have like some sort of instinct or mind that's different.
0: Yeah, yeah. When I say non-sentient, I mean like okay, as opposed to like simple machines that just do what they're programmed to do. What I mean by non-sentient is that they have animal intelligence.
1: Okay.
0: If that makes (laughs) glad I could clarify that. that. (laughs) No, no,
1: they should have a thing called like sentience, non-sentience, machinery, force (laughs) (laughs) sentiment
0: So yeah, there's the Saurian, and then there's also a bunch of monkey pack hunters called the Parboli Parbolo, Parbolo, thank you. Uh P U R B O L E. Yeah, I know it's weird. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Basically, they're a bunch of little monkeys that hunt in packs basically.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. And they also have giant spiders on Dofamir as well?
1: Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: They're very important in a certain clan culture, but we'll get to them later. And they also have giant hive-mind insects called the, uh, where is it? The Shear Mites.
1: Kind of like the Killix.
0: I wouldn't say the Killix, because the Killicks are at least sentient, but... All all insects in the Star Wars universe are hive-mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, there's also the Apex Predators. You may know them as the Rancors. Yep. The Dothomir is basically the homeworld of the rancors you know that giant creature that java keeps
1: i don't remember that wait what does it look like
0: again uh give me a second god damn it um
1: about oh that thing
0: yeah that thing
1: why is Australia everywhere? It's <laughs> <laughs> so
0: horrifying? I mean, yeah, you don't like know the galaxy and those
1: and those space joeys. and those. Space
0: joeys. <laughs> but the rancors, um, you know how most people, well, okay, most people see rancors as these gigantic lumbering bees or brutes or anything like that. Um, on their original world of Dathomir, they are actually. Considered semi-sentience. Hmm. Like, they could use clubs, they have an ori- a oral language that they speak to each other, and they live in clans, and they, they have an intelligence similar to elephants here on Earth.
1: And they're also force-sensitive.
0: <laughs> well, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about
1: to like, say, yes, they were. And
0: <laughs> but no, um, the Rancors are actually... A very integral part of uh, the witch culture, which I'll get to in a little Almost bit. Almost
1: like they have the intelligence of orcs. Yeah. Okay.
0: And like, uh, they even have... So, you know how most elephants have like a graveyard where they go... What's um, the what word I'm looking for? Uh they
1: bring the bones of their dead.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they like mourn the dead. The rancors are basically that.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. They are... They are deceptively smart and intelligent. Um, So around 600 years before the Battle of Yavin, so 600 years before the prequels and all that, um, Dothamir was still a penal colony and all that stuff. Um, But everything changed when this new...
1: When when the Fire Nation attacked.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When the Fire Nation. um, No, this time uh, there was a new prisoner that joined its ranks on Dothamir. It's So it's this individual named Aaliyah who was a former Jedi Knight who was exiled there by the Jedi Council. Oh. Yep. And the reason why they exiled her there is because, as most Jedi do, she got seduced by the dark side. And the Jedi were like, go to Daphimir, you're exiled.
1: <laughs> why is everyone going to space on that
0: <laughs> And like, uh Dathomir. I wouldn't say it's heavily consumed with the dark side like Korriban is. It has a balance between the light and the dark side, and it's just extremely powerful. Like I think one of the quotes I read is that Dothamir's forest seems to spark with the force itself.
1: That sounds really cool.
0: Yeah, it really... I don't
1: want to go there.
0: <laughs> you know, that's fair. You know, that's fair. You got,
1: like, giant animals, rancors that can kill you, a literal dark side, like, user who's there mm-hmm. manipulating the force that is there. And also <laughs> making it worse. Yeah, no, I don't want to go there.
0: Yeah, like I said, to me. you know, like I said, Space Australia.
1: <laughs> you go to the toilet, all you see is some space spiders
0: or, <laughs> or whatever, like, oh my god. And, like, I want you guys... This is also kind of a fun fact I looked when I was doing my research. 600 years before Val Yavin was right around the time Jabba the Hutt was born.
1: So the witches of Daphne are as old as Jabba. Yep. Holy shit.
0: Yep. And this would probably be around the time where Yoda was around. He's probably like in his 200s or something like that.
1: So he's still a baby.
0: Yep. <laughs> or in his teens at least. Because you know, Grogu was like in his fifties.
1: Oh right. Yeah. It's
0: not a phase, mom. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't understand me. But so Aaliyah, this powerful force user, um, she was able to gather together all of these fellow prisoners and create their own society. Um, with her power. Um, sorry, she gathered all these prisoners and. For some reason, she seems to, uh, prefer having women as her subjects instead of men. She's like, you, man, get away from me. (laughs) And, like, uh, with her continuing building her power base on Daphimir, creating her own society. Um, because, you know, she's probably powered up by the nexus that that exists on Daphimir, So, wasn't exactly the hardest thing in the world to do. Um... So, after becoming the leader of all these exiled prisoners, she created a matriarchal society where the force would be a genetic component, and where all the men would have little to zero power. But
1: why? <laughs> why though? No? It sounds like something. Didn't Fairly Odd pairs try to do that? I uh, I, I remember was... an episode. Oh, name kids next door tried to do that. Have you ever seen like K and D before? Yeah, I remember it, but it was like, yeah, like in the yeah. future, like there is some random lady who made a beam laser that could turn everyone into like a girl, and
0: it was yeah, like, I think but I why? vaguely remember that.
1: Yeah, and I was like, but why? It's an interesting concept.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I remember that one episode where uh, what was who's the chubby guy? Is he all, like number three or number something? Two. Number two. I remember an episode where he disguised himself—not not, dis, not disguised himself—he uh, may he aged himself up because there was this girl that he liked really oh, much. He really yeah, liked. He yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And
1: he was like, "Oh shit, you're right yeah."
0: <laughs> kind of reminds me of that.
1: I mean, damn. <laughs> I'm not. It, huh, okay. I, mean, like, <laughs> I, I I guess if you
0: want. a blast from the past. Uh, <laughs> the
1: past of the past. holy shit yes.
0: uh kids next door don't worry we're talking more about witches right now but females
1: society where they want to use the force yeah for what purpose again
0: so their main main idea is okay we're gonna make our society where uh okay so the force Alina kind of qualifies the Force as magic because I want you to keep in mind, even though they're prisoners, they kind of have a primitive society because they don't have technology of any kind on this world.
1: The Force is magic.
0: Well, that's what they label it as. Like if a Jedi says, hey, this is the Force, the witches would say, no, that's magic.
1: They're the same thing. The exact same thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) So yeah, um, she builds up this society and as she grows older, she starts to slowly realize that uh, she's like, oh my god, my uh children, my sons, my grandsons, they're becoming slaves and my granddaughters and my daughters are using this, this magic that I've introduced them to gain their own power and use it for their own whims instead of for this society that we created. Um, So she decided to, before, you know, she passes away naturally, she created this book called The Book of Law, which is basically a moral guide to teach her female descendants in the safe and sane uses of magic.
1: Wait, so you create a dark side faction in a matriarchal society that literally is not about, like, you know, that doesn't have, that doesn't instill any sense of, like, good faith in life or in any sense of value between people's lives and you expect them to fight for the same good <laughs> <mean that.
0: laughs> well okay i'm not uh, it doesn't uh, flesh out the lore when alina was building the witches of Daphimir, but i assume she like built them up as this matriarchal society that practice magic and you know, live among the landscapes are very down-to-earth people, or down-to-dofemirian people. (laughs) But they're basically a bunch of feminists.
1: No, I I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't say that. I would say, like, just more like they're just misandrous, but yeah.
0: Misandrous. Yeah, fair. Um, So she made the Book of Law, and In this book, she took some inspiration from the Jedi Code and all that. I'll actually read you an entry. Daughters of Aaliyah, learn these words and learn them well, for they are the foundations that will increase your strength and keep you safe from harm. Those who suffer emotion will never enjoy peace. Those who choose ignorance will never know their own greatness. Those who yield to passion will fail to dominate. Those who fear death will never achieve pure power. Never forget that your magic must always be used wisely. Never concede to evil, lest you be consumed by it. Yeah. But, uh... So, over the... So, you know, she passed away. And over the numerous generations after the passing of her founder... Um, her descendants spread all across Dathomir. You know, to all these numerous landscapes... And it uh, created numerous clans, each of which have their own copies of a book. Like, each one of them have their own interpretations of a book of law. Like, most of them have... Oh, the Bible. Uh, yeah, basically. Oh, that's, Almost. That's an interesting like, way to look at it. Yeah. It's,
1: Star- it's the Star Wars Bibble. <laughs> Bibble.
0: <laughs> like, most of them have copies of a book that haven't been touched. I mean, they keep the text as much as possible the original text as much as possible and then there are other clans that kind of you know add some things here and there much like the bible and then there are others that basically say let's see uh (laughs) like for example um the night sisters have their own book but instead of the uh, the book of law it's called the (laughs) the book of shadows Mm, so so edgy (laughs) and they claim that hey this is the original book of law and they the book of shadows doesn't include notions of good and evil and the book of law the original they call it the you know the pretender copy of Mm a book of law and they're all like they just look at all the other clans and they're all like that Book of Law, that's just a copy. This is the original book. You're just weakened by the Jedi blood in your veins.
1: Damn. Yep. Basically, it basically is like my book, my religion is is my religion's right, yours is wrong.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean like Aaliyah, she did help him out in the long run. Just a couple of clans were like, fuck you, mom, I'm gonna do it my way. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um So the Witches of Dothomir are kind of noteworthy because despite the fact that their original founder passed away, they continued on almost unchanged into the modern era of the galaxy. I mean, they do have interactions with wider galaxies here and there, and some of them have attempted to conquer them. But for all intents and purposes, they've remained largely unchanged. Cool. Like, you always see the Sith, like, they have one philosophy, then they go to another philosophy, and then they go to the rule of two, so on and so forth.
1: Wait, I thought the Sith was just power.
0: <laughs> well, that murder is... Murder orgies. Murder orgies, but their general philosophy like like, uh, sharing power, only keeping power to between Master and Apprentice has changed significantly.
1: What are they even using this for? <laughs> Why do you need so much power if they use it for anything?
0: <laughs> like how Palpatine always has a shit ton of super weapons what in his that garage. <laughs> like,
1: always confused me because like you, you, you usually want power to for your value or for like a mission you want to do. Yeah, like Anakin wanted power
0: to save, to save Padme. Power. Yeah,
1: but then after that, he kind of just fell into a depression and just kind of followed what his master said because that's... It, it's the only thing he knew. But...
0: But, <laughs> like, why does
1: Palpatine <laughs> want more power? Like, you literally rule the entire galaxy. What? Why do you want more? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah but what are you trying to instill in there like what are you trying to promote like what what is your idea it's like well eh, yeah brave <laughs> or vitiate yeah however had a good point he wanted he wanted to become a god almost token principle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Christ
1: yeah, he wanted to become a god, that's why he wanted more power. Yeah. You know, then you have like Naga Sadao and. You know, who, who was the other guy?
0: Uh, Ludo Crash.
1: Ludo Crash just blowing up
0: Sun. <laughs> and un- unintentionally blowing up a Hut homeworld.
1: <laughs> no, 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 like, this is like your Jedi blood weakens you or your Sith blood weakens you. Tell that to the guy that just blew up like seven stars. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: literally that like, guy
1: just went on like a like on like a two-minute drive-by
0: just, <laughs> You're just, just snapping away you, stars. He went
1: into the in and out of force and got like it's like, okay, so if if the Night Sisters is seized like the Jedi Order as the in and out yeah food, yeah, they see themselves as the five star state <laughs> <laughs> That in and out just blew up the sun. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna Like a question
0: <laughs> Christ I mean, that's a very interesting Comparison <laughs> No,
1: they're like, we're so much better And your Jedi blood or Sith blood Weakens you, yet it's like Wait a minute dude, Bro
0: so <laughs> But continuing on with the, uh, witches So like, they spread Across all of Dathomir taking their own clans and all that and like each clan has their own different practice but mostly all of them mostly all of them have their have the same traditions like uh each leader of a clan is called a clan mother who are usually the elders of their number like for example mother Towson is the clan mother of a night sisters around the time of the clone wars anyway and uh like Women are always the most powerful in each clan, usually serving as warriors or leaders. Kind of like the, uh, Amazon from D.C. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like... like Wonder Woman uh, yeah, yeah. She
1: has an invisible
0: jet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the clan mothers, they, uh... They could... I don't know if they're, like, immortal or, or anything, but apparently some clan mothers can live to well over a century or 400 years in their Holy lifetime. Shit. So they could be around for like ever the in their grand clans <laughs> oh my God. No. Uh, and of course, the men
1: sister, you've become the grand <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and of course, the men are have the lowest positions in all clans or most of the clans, anyway. They are used only for slave labor and, you know, Recreational uses. sounds pretty fucked up. Yeah. Um,
1: Recreational uses. No, they're breeders. <laughs> they're
0: sheep. Well, in other clans... Okay, I say that. Um, though in a lot of clans, they're labeled as mailings, as a sort of patronizing slang. Like, you mailing, give me some wine.
1: No. <laughs> Someone needs to animate that. That would be so funny.
0: Yeah. So... Most of the uh, mailings that are used for, you know, recreational uses, um, they are usually healthy humans or near humans. While aliens of any kind are used as slave labor ah. because they're all like, <laughs> I just imagine a night Sister walking up to a Wookiee and they're like, I don't want to be in bed with that slave. <laughs> they're also race
1: species don't we? Yeah, uh, <laughs> this you know, for people to say, like, you know. They're like, you shouldn't succumb to monstrous behavior. You shouldn't succumb to power. Uh, you just, well, for one thing, you're kind of speciesist. You support slavery and you're sexist. So I, don't, I don't really, I don't really, I don't, I don't know what you're trying to say. Here.
0: Well, they use that towards women, not men. Like I said, are basically feminists.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, good to me. oh christ though i will admit more benevolent witch clans don't mistreat their male i want to say slaves but that's kind of inaccurate they treat them more like servants than actual slaves so it's all like all these clans have their their own standards and their own low standards Like, not all of them are bad towards men. There are actually a couple of clans. Like, if a man saves a sister from death or something like that, then they become free. Cool. Uh, Yeah. But most of them see men as property. Like, for example, if a witch from a rival clan steals a slave for them to become their husband or whatever, that original owner doesn't, like, what reason do i have to uh go after my property i'll just get another one whatever but uh
1: <laughs> it's you you're mine now
0: yep you're mine now <laughs> and nobody's going to come looking for you yay <laughs> and uh when they encounter off worlders like if they encounter let's say a male jedi or something like that they say they see them as male witches or male spell casters and they're like the greatest trophy that any witch has like if they uh, dominate a, a jedi then they're like hey hey sisters Check out this male spellcaster that I got. And you're like, oh my god, how'd you do that? That's so awesome.
1: That's... <laughs> no, 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 the harem anime.
0: It's I
1: No, it's like Obi-Wan gets defeated. It's just like, oh, Obi-Wan, it's just like seven
0: guilds. <laughs> 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 that's an anime waiting Holy to happen. shit. <laughs>
1: If it was a reverse there that
0: would be... Of course. Oh, So many new memes (laughs) going out right now. Um, So all witch clans are considered a warrior society. Like, all sisters are trained daily in the art of war in both magic and, you know, their physical side. They're literally just Amazons. Yeah, they're literally Amazons. (laughs) But I if like the Amazons it. had may- men in their society, like you know, it's like I not
1: It's like I wouldn't mind being part of this. Uh, society. <laughs> you know, having some Dommy <laughs> Mommies, and also some <laughs> Mommies and Like in future, from a death by snooze, you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, here, you know, just like. You know, his ass is so, so bad. <laughs> you know, just
0: like just that Futurama shit, where like you see the skeletons with the, <laughs> <laughs> the skeletons just <laughs> oh, we're making. Yeah, I, I love how we're making so many Futurama references in this series. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't
0: know whether to be scared or aroused. <laughs> <laughs> and so, their view on. The Force, or magic, as they see it, or as they call it. They see the work of the Force as attributed to the spirits, whom they see as a group of supernatural beings that were thought to inhabit a parallel plane to the mundane world. Which, as you recall, are the winged the winged goddess and the fanged god, who are the daughter and the son.
1: So, question. Yeah. Do... I, I I know like so in real life, you know how people do drugs to be, become more connected to the spiritual realm or something? Yeah, yeah. Is there something like that in Star Wars that like the Night Sisters or some force user group does?
0: Well I'm not sure if the Night Sisters use drugs to connect to the supernatural beings, but okay, you know what spice is, right? Yes. Which is basically like the cocaine of Star Wars or something. Yes. <laughs> 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 um So, (laughs) if I remember in Legends, uh, it's kind of mumbo-jumbo or whatever. But basically, Spice is something that was made by the Celestials a long, long time ago. And it was basically used by mortal people to connect to the other dimension to communicate with the Celestials. So, you know how, like, in our society, when you take shrooms or something like that, you have a, I don't know, a divine... I wouldn't say divine, or an acid trip yeah, or something like that. That's,
1: wasn't, a, that's on acid. Yeah. Shrooms were made by gods, you
0: know? <laughs> well, I mean, like, you know how most prophets use drugs to commune with the gods or something like that? Bro, like,
1: just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like... It's like, bro, you want to do, like, awesome. do, like, a pound of cocaine to talk to god? It's like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, like... <laughs> Uh, A good ass bowl of weed.
0: <laughs> bowl <'Cause> weed. <laughs> bro, I, I'm
1: like, I can see like the light side of the Force
0: Breath. <laughs> so far. So deep, bro. <laughs> so
1: far, so far out, out man.
0: man. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, his
1: name's, like. Vader? Just <laughs> <laughs> some stoner seeing the future.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Man. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: so everyone <laughs> oh my God.
0: Um so as I mentioned verangores the before, they have a important part in Daphirian society. Like the Rancors also have a matriarchal society of their own, so they kind of relate to the Dothamirians. Like, before the Dothamirians became a thing, the raincores were always these lingering presents that the original prisoners would have to fear and just, you know, oh shit, the raincore! I better go climb up a tree or something like that so I don't get devoured. Um, and by the time the Dothamirians tamed the raincores, they literally become... Um, equal partners like they become beasts of burden they also become protectors to their own villages they have this sort of symbiotic relationship like like the 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 witches they mount the uh the rancors and they put war paint on them kind of like elephants or most societies with elephants Pretty cool, yeah and they like put other things like they put spears on their heads and other things as, as they're riding them and, like, in turn, the Rancors are, like, you know, the powerful beasts that they are. Like, they could literally go toe-to-toe with chicken walkers. That's how powerful they are. <gasps> and, like, the Night... Not the night sisters. The Dothamirians also have better tracking abilities. So, they literally help the raincores find better food. So, they have this symbiotic relationship. And, like, uh... Let's see. Um... Oh yeah, another thing. So they put paint on these Rancors. Um, for each specific clan, each Rancor that belongs to that clan have their own coat of paint, so to speak. Like, if you're a Rancor of a knight sisters, maybe you would have yellow or black paint over you. Or if you're a part of another clan, you have green paint over you. Stuff like that. that sounds really cool. And for each Rancor, like, these are usually juveniles. They don't have war paint, but sisters from any clan can use them as like undercover agents which i think is really cool yeah the dofamirians are really really interesting they have a good amount of lore to them
1: mm-hmm.
0: but let's see Da-da-da-da. okay now we're going to go into the each individual clans and we're going to start off with the night sisters because they're mo- the most fleshed out almost Everybody in the uh, Star Wars community knows about the Night Sisters. Like if the Jedi and the Sith are the most popular force-sensitive factions in Star Wars, then the Night Sisters are basically the most popular Dathomirian witches that we know of. Like,
1: well, they're the only named ones we
0: know. Yeah, yeah. Um, for now, anyway. Um. So, like, the most, like I said, they're the most recognized clans of Daphimir, and they have probably the most interaction of any off worlders as opposed to any other clans. Um, and most of their members, this is an account to Mother Tows and Asajj Ventress and Maul, they have the most impact of changing the course of Star Wars history a handful of times. Cool. Yeah.
1: Didn't Maul, no, not Maul, didn't Dooku do something to them or kill them or
0: something? Or was yeah, it... he unleashed the separatists on them to genocide them. Well, fuck. <laughs> At least in the current canon, they're still pretty much around in Legends.
1: Wow, bro, like, that's pretty... So, well, <laughs> Goddamn. <laughs>
0: And like, as I mentioned before, they care very little for the foundations of a book of law. And instead, they have their own twin energies of a spirit, namely the twin deities, the winged goddess and the faint God. Um, they believe that the ba- who believe in the balance of the universe and all that. Um, the Sisters develop their own dark magic by tapping into the dark side of a force and were ex- mostly experts in casting illusions and all that. Like, they're your stereotypical witches from D&D. Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Um, a shaman could channel the spirits to create green ichor. And according to the words of Mother Talzin, it's basically them harnessing the power of the winged goddess, which has very interesting implications because, the, as you recall, the winged goddess is the daughter who embodies the light side of a force. So they're basically using light side energy to do dark, evil shit.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah. I just find that really, really ironic. Um, This allows... Thank you. Uh, this allows especially powerful members to utilize, to utilize his I-Core for various things, such as materializing objects. Like Mother Talisman has materialized a goblet with liquid when Count Dooku was chilling with her. And she also material... When she was fighting Mace Windu. Long story. Um... She materialized this sword, which is resistant to lightsaber blades, and she was able oh, to fight that's it. Cool. Yeah, yeah that is very cool. It's your basically the spirit icor is your classical D and D magic. That's so cool. <laughs> and like uh, the icor could be used for other things, such as healing others seeing the future, and allows somebody to appear midway between the physical and spiritual realms, basically becoming invisible. And, uh, let's see. This same Icar was even used in a ritual to transform Savage Press from this scrawny-looking guy into the force-imbued brood that he is. <laughs> I remember back in the day when those episodes were first released, and when it was revealed that Savage Press gained... Force. Force sensitivity from this ritual. A lot of people are like. That's not how the force works. Whew.
1: The force works however it wants to work. Okay.
0: There's yeah. A <laughs> and like. Uh, so. Spirit Icor. It's basically that green smoky stuff. That you see. Like. Like yeah, when. Uh, yeah. Show. Yeah. And like when. Savage Oprez gets murdered by Darth Sidious. He just. Bleeds this. Green smoke. Like this. Magic is literally leaving his body as he dies. Oh, damn! Yeah. Wait,
1: is he? Was he part of the knights? Si- what?
0: What? He. Okay, so Savajal Prez is part of his clan of uh, Zabraki called the Night Brothers. They're basically, you know,
1: the Knight Sisters, except the Knight Brothers.
0: <laughs> they're basically um, used for recreational purposes by the, oh, Knight, Sisters. the Knight Sisters. Yes. Yes. Wait, was he a slave? They're used by, by the <laughs> I know that, but like, was he a slave? Yep. System? Yep. Yeah, Night sisters aren't great people.
1: Yes, by some uh, hot Davy
0: Mommies.
1: <laughs> 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 so bad. Come on.
0: <laughs> Christ. Um, if <even>, a <laughs> Night sister is aside from using this magic, um, oh, well actually, <laughs> but it's kind of funny how fans see how the Force works in Star Wars, like force lightning that's basically a physical manifestation of a force you just use it of lightning and shit um i had a conversation with this guy from my uh discord server that i'm a part of and he told me about his father when he watched uh what was it um fuck uh, the Empire Strikes Back, you know where Luke Skywalker is suspended in the ceiling and he has to grab his lightsaber from the Force and all that. Yeah. I remember uh, he told me that his dad's dad said, that's not how the Force works. Because that's the first time the Force was used in that fashion in, the, in that movie. Oh. To but now it's
1: stuff? like, oh.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's the most yeah. common thing I could do well, with the Force. the Force works, you can't grab stuff with the
1: Force. Like... What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you I, mean?
0: I know Star Wars fans are kind of arbitrary with their use of the Force and all of that.
1: So you're being used the Force by that. Shut the fuck up. Can't make fireballs with Force. Wait but haven't there been cases of Jedi or Sith literally making fire? Yeah,
0: the yeah, right? becoming literal firebenders. benders.
1: <laughs> like, can't use the Force that way. Like, okay, if you tell me I can't create food with the Force, then why is this guy able to literally create illusions the size of galaxies?
0: No, 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 it's all like, okay, you're telling me I can't use fire, but I'm allowed to use lightning? What the fuck is that logic? <laughs> like,
1: you can't even, like, I can't summon water, but I can summon lightning.
0: <laughs> and like the Night Sisters, they also design, you know all of a st- uh, you remember the Myrrh talisman from our zombies episode?
1: No.
0: Okay. You remember the rat Ghouls?
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: oh yeah, the yeah. That
0: made the. Rat- yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, kind of like the ancient Sif. The Night Sisters love making their own talismans with their own unique powers and everything. What? Um, for example, they have the talisman of finding, which was used by Savajal Press to find Mole. Oh, that's
1: pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Um, they also have the numerous talismans of transformations. Like, there's this particular one called the Talisman of a Raven, which basically allows the user to transform into a raven.
1: Cool.
0: Yeah. A lot of these are really goddamn ridiculous, though. But, uh... Um, there's also the... (laughs) I'm not joking. It's called the Talisman tali- of
1: High Ground. <laughs> <laughs> talisman of High Ground? That's the one Obi-Wan the one That Anakin would be fucking of, perfect. That's the one Anakin needs to defeat. <laughs> <laughs> no. In the universe, he took the Talisman of High Ground, and then he kept fighting Obi-Wan? Oh my god.
0: This, this Talisman reeks of... The D&D is strong with this one. Um... The Talisman of Counterspell, which literally protects the user from magics of other users and even sends the spells back at them.
1: Oh shit, that's awesome! Yeah. The Talisman of... Hello there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's the Talisman of Resurrection, which brings the spirits of the dead back to their physical bodies. You know,
1: I'm surprised Anakin didn't want to get that one. <laughs> no, he Anakin- probably
0: didn't know that in the first place. Yeah,
1: I mean, if he's a... Okay, if he can, if he's like one of those powerful dark side users... When he turned into Vader, <laughs> he's bound to have figured it out somehow, you know? Well,
0: I want you to, this is, okay, so for uh, context, the knights it's not like the sisters are freely telling, hey, we have talismans and all this magic and shit, they're like the most secretive societies in all of the Star Wars galaxy, <laughs> yeah, so like most, not even Darth Sidious knows a good amount of the sisters. you
1: know? He just he's a Kuku genocide them. He would have been like, Yo, I'm going to take all talismans from here. Damn. <laughs> just, just,
0: just to, you know,
1: you think he would have just taken it. Yeah. Just be like master, I found all these artifacts, but do I get any of
0: them? Uh, and then ver- finally there's the Talisman of Age, which briefly restores the user back to a youthful state.
1: I think that's what the uh
0: mothers <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it. It's just like it's like I guess like you get, get the maturity, but you also
1: get like, you know, the 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 youth the, uh, <laughs> 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 like you get the, That's why they're gilfs. You get the milf gilf look. Gilf. Oh, <laughs> the,
0: the gilf get milf look. <laughs> <laughs> the milf. And like as I mentioned earlier, the Night Scissors have the most interaction to outsiders. So, as opposed to other clans of Dothamir, they are the opposite of isolationists. Um, and unlike most of them, they kind of like the Sith, they also have ambitions to go out there and conquer the galaxy. Oh, so they're Imperialists oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <I've- laughs>
1: that sounds so cool.
0: But the only reason why they haven't attempted that is because the Jedi Order literally keeps tabs on them and the other clans on Dathomir keep them in check. It's
1: like, well, oh,
0: shit. Yeah. It's like, I want to go out there. And they get tapped on by value. They're like, ahem. And everyone's just cracking their knuckles. They're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a universe ruled by milfs <laughs> oh, oh my god okay. this is the title of the episode a society of milfs it's, like, no, it's
1: like awesome powers it's like oh it's like, so it's like one million milfs
0: oh my god no dr <laughs> evil <laughs> well then, around the time of the clone wars the society of the night sisters slowly changed when mother talizen came into power um and she started pushing them less towards uh, what was it less towards tradition and turned the night sisters basically into a mercenary faction like most warriors sell themselves off to off-worlders as soldiers assassins and bodyguards so if you ever see a uh, dofamirian witch off planet it's most likely a night sister cool yeah volva night sisters as i mentioned before would at least in canon they would be led to near extinction when they were invaded by the Separatists led by General Grievous.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and mostly because uh, you know, they had a role in the attempted assassination of Dooku, so of course he didn't want them to live.
1: You know, <laughs> all Sith ruined everything. Yeah. All Jedi <laughs> Sith ruined everything. We couldn't even have a MILF rule <laughs> Four Caesars, ruined shit. I yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't have my dommy mommy harem. I couldn't, have my, <laughs> I, couldn't have my, I couldn't be enslaved and have like thirty, thirty harems, bro.
0: Like, I love how you, you, at this point, you're not even worried about being a slave. You're just, oh yeah, I'm surrounded by so many sexy harems. <laughs> oh,
1: it's like
0: death by snooze snooze. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's, that's not a bad death. That's just,
1: that's just, bro. That's like. Death is not inherently wrong. Yeah. There there's there's nothing inherently wrong with death. Death by Susu is inherently righteous. <laughs> it's
0: inherently good. Christ. I could can... <laughs> The fan fiction writer in me was just like, ooh, I could turn that around. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Oh fuck. But to just talk like Zap
1: Just like, Keith, we're on. The Dami Wobby
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um so as I mentioned before there are, the night sisters are like the most famous and well-known clans on Dafamir. Um the second most well-known clan is one called the Singing Mountain Clan who are a who They're are a yodlers? group Huh? They're yodlers? <laughs> 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 Shut the fuck up. Damn, dude, now the singers?
1: <laughs> Holy. <laughs> Holy shit.
0: So, the reason why they're called the Singing Mountain Clan is because they're located near a mountain called the Singing Mountains and were considered the number one rivals of the Night Sisters. Like, if you think the Night Sisters are basically the Sith, the Singing Mountain Clan are basically the Jedi. Okay.
1: So you have Yodlers. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's some pretty weird shit, bro. Uh,
0: and, like, uh, they have a very unique history because one of their former members. uh... Gevseran, I think that's her name. Gevseran, she's the their founder, the founder of the Night Sisters. She was the uh, the daughter of the first clan mother of a singing mountain clan and she's all like, "Fuck you, mom, I'm going to start my own clan." <laughs> cool. uh, and It's not a phase, Mom. It's not a phase. phase,
1: I swear. (laughs) Sing in the mountains and ruin
0: your (laughs) life.
1: You're gonna waste your potential singing in the mountains. um, It's not a phase.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I, most of these clans don't have a lot of lore to them. They're just kind of there. They do have some unique lore here and there, but this is kind of one of the parts that. I wish Star Wars writer tapped more into like uh, the Singing Mountain clan. It's just, yeah, they live at the Singing Mountains of they're for rivals of the Night Scissors. Okay, what makes them unique, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And then there's the uh, Misty Falls clan, which is a coven located near the Misty Falls on Dathomir. Then the Red Hills clan is based in the Red Hills, blah, blah, blah. And these guys are unique because unlike most of the other clans, its male population is higher than most. Then there's the Dreaming River Clan, which is a coven based near the Dreaming River Valley, blah, blah, blah. The Frenzied River Clan, self-explanatory, but uniquely their teachings are more uniquely oriented towards the light side. So they're more like the Jedi Order. And uh, then there's the the Great Canyon Clan, which is a coven located in the Great Canyon. I just imagine they're like, this is the Great Canyon. It's The Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this, this is the Great Canyon. It's very grand.
0: <laughs> and like, uh, I could see this being formed into canon as well. They're formed from the surviving members of the Night Sisters that haven't redeemed themselves from the dark side of the forest and continued their beliefs in the Book of Shadows, but abandoned several t- traditions that faced obstacles to their success.
1: Interesting.
0: So they're like the Night Sisters times 10. And let's see, uh then there is the Blue Coral Divers clan, which is one of the more recent clans of Daphimir. And they fished for blue coral. Like they're a bunch of sisters that just go into the ocean and get coral and shit. Interesting. Okay. So
1: they're just water night sisters.
0: Water night sisters. They also have a unique practice of allowing both the men and the women to rule equally. Okay, that's that's pretty that's pretty good. Yeah. And they have a long-standing feud with the Scissor Fist clan who are made up of former escaped slaves and are named after the Scissor Fist, which is basically a giant crustacean. Uh, I picture it like the mantis shrimp, but bigger.
1: Oh. (laughs) Dude,
0: that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, most of these are pretty cool. I just wish they... had more things to them. Like, yeah. this is our unique practice. This is our unique custom, and all that. Why is
1: every, like, water civilization in any, like, fictitious universe? A fishing village, basically. Like, always the coolest. Like, yeah. They're always the coolest. It's like Star Wars is like, yeah, like, you know, the Kid Fistos race. Yeah. You have, like, you know, the
0: Mon Calamari.
1: The Mon and, like, in, like, Disney, you have Atlantis. Like, <laughs> like, that sounds so cool. Oh yeah. God, It's like every, like, water faction or anything water-based is always, like, the coolest yeah. village, or village that
0: they have. They are... Element is cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean that as a joke, but, you know. Um, let's see. Uh, and then there's the Howling Crag Clan. It was a coven that is the... The victim of an outbreak of a Blackwing virus.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Yeah. And, and the Galactic Empire saw this and they're like, we can't allow this to happen. Genocide of all of them.
1: Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Stop killing people. <me. laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, so the survivors of his clan, only three of them survived this genocide. But they were also infected by the pathogen. But they found that they could use spells to fight off the virus.
1: Well, too little late for
0: that. <laughs> and due to this, they became the... They renamed themselves as the Sisters of the Void. And these three sisters found that they could reanimate the corpses of death, dead witches and slaves and use them as their own servants.
1: Holy shit! So they just became necromancers.
0: Yeah, basically.
1: That's so cool!
0: Yeah. They... A lot of these... Clans are so cool, I will be completely honest with you. Why
1: didn't I... if if like Ventress if Ventress is a night sister, how does she end up in the Jedi Order?
0: <laughs> well, long story. Um they Okay, so in canon, uh Ventress was given up by the clan because they were being threatened by pirates or shit, and she had been, they had to sacrifice one of their own. And that pirate owner that kept Ventress got killed by a rival pirate gang and then <laughs> and a Jedi rescued her and trained her in the ways of a Jedi. And then he died. Damn. Yep. Man,
1: everything in her life just sucked. Yeah.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's really, really tragic. Though for the the Sisters of a Void, as time went on, they slowly began to realize that they're losing their fight against the Blackwing virus that's still inhabiting their body, and they're slowly succumbing to the same virus that they powered their slaves and shit with.
1: Have they tried not
0: dying? <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, so, it's
1: like, it's like, I'm dying. We'll
0: stop. Just, <laughs> just stop. Use stop. Stop. Stop <laughs>
1: you your magic to create like a cure. You know, I don't know. You were able to create a sword and a goblet.
0: <laughs>
1: create like a manifestation of a cure. Just
0: yeah. Into the <laughs> <laughs> and then there's more clans still coming. Um, There's the Broken Columns Clan, which are unique in the fact that they are made entirely of males. Looks
1: like we have
0: uh, those delts for those. Maybe, like, some gay people. I
1: don't discriminate.
0: And they also have a unique relationship with another clan called the Raining Leafs Clan, who are devastated by a massacre that killed many of their members. So they have this relationship where, uh, you know, they have low female members of their clan, so... They marry off their sons and daughters and the offspring that they have, like, male goes to the Broken Columns clan, or the daughter goes to the other clan, so, so like on and so a forth. a clan
1: that sells their clan members? Yeah. Interesting. That's just that... So there's a clan of human traffickers? Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's just fucked
0: up. Well, they do have a happy ending. Um, so, you know, they continue with his relationship. And, like, it's not for monetary gain or anything like that. It's just to... Build up their numbers, and you know, just doing it out of their goodwill, you know. Um, wow. Yeah. And uh, as years go on, um, the male. Okay, so I already read that. Blah blah blah. Okay. So well, as the years continued, one of the leaders of each clan fell in love with each other, and they decided to marry, merging both clans into one. Okay. And they renamed this one super clan into the Bright Clan. Oh, that's thing. Cool. Yeah, like I said, it's a really happy ending.
1: Are they still selling their children? No. Okay.
0: <laughs> Good. There are other clans that I literally have zero information about. Um, there's the Red Mud Potters clan, which I assume they make red pots. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> For the Red Potters clan. What do you do? You
1: just make pots. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, that's so explanatory
0: enough. Like I said, there are a lot of clans. Some of them are pretty cool, like the Blue Coral Clan. But a lot of them have very little lore on them.
1: Why would you even make it then? <laughs>
0: I'm
1: the I'm the I'm the I'm the Water Clan. Do you do? Well, I I drink water. <laughs> I'm, the, I, I, I'm the food eating Clan. Do you do? I eat food.
0: It's just too so. It's just just too simplistic. Why do you? Yeah. Put it in here? Like uh... <laughs> Like the Night Sisters, you know, they practice all this dark ritual bullshit. I mean, we could have the blue coral clan, like they're oriented with the ocean, so maybe I don't know. They could have water related magic or stuff like that.
1: It's like Disney Fairies almost.
0: Almost, yeah. This is I I really like the Dophamirian witches so much, but I wish I just wish that writers, Star Wars writers would put more lore into them, I mean, you know? Like, or just
1: make more uh, lore, like, Yeah, like, maybe you just more wish that Star Wars writers would put more lore into things besides Jedi and Sith. Yeah. There's more like factions out there that use the force besides Jedi and Sith.
0: Briefly going into uh 40k, like you know how most people save the ultramarines because they're like the most popular faction in well, like, that universe. I don't
1: think people dislike the I think people dislike the ultramarines. Or like the Primus or something. Yeah, yeah. They're so overpowered.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like focus on the other Space Marine legions. They need their love and well, attention. Like, I,
1: I just don't like it when people hyper focus on something. Yeah, it's like I don't like. This is just an example. We'll go back to Star Wars, but I don't like it when people focus on just Naruto, like the the like Uchiha clan. Yeah, the, the Uzumaki clan. Like those two clans were like the main focus. Yeah. What about but, the other clans?
0: Oh, they're just there. Yeah.
1: I, I don't like, <laughs> the thing is like I don't like it when like Star Wars does this thing where they only focus on Jedi and yeah, rather than the entirety of everything because there was more than just Jedi and
0: Spirit. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like like you have like the if the Force is like a magical system that influences religion, then you can have multiple factors. You can have people like the Night Sisters who use it and see it as magic. To, to get them what they want, who are, like, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. And have people who use it for science. Uh-huh. What if you get, like, you know, a faction of, like, scientists who use the force to benefit the world and they have different, like, ideologies of how they do things?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And this is why I made, like, the philosophers. Yeah. Because, like, the philosophers in, like, in your D&D campaign are literally a different sect of Force users with their own set, sets of beliefs and philosophies of how they use the Force.
0: Yeah. like, when it.
1: people take creative liberties with some of that shit. Yeah, oh, like, exactly. it's like, that's why I like Grey Jedi, too. Because we don't even explore them too much in their interest. No. Yeah. I, like, I'm just so sick, sick of, like, Sith and Je- Like, I think, like, it's, it's like, like, like I get it. do something else! So I get it, like, they're the biggest, but it's like political party, you know? There's more than just two political parties.
0: I yeah. I mean, I love the Jedi and the Sith as much as the next Star Wars nerd, but come on. Focus on more Force-based organizations.
1: If you look at other countries, in reality, there's not just two, like, in America, that's besides the point, but in other countries, you have, like, in Thailand, you don't have just two political parties. Yeah, five or, like, four or five.
0: I would assume, yeah. Yeah.
1: Or, like, it's like philosophy, or it's like, it's like, do we only have one form of science? No, we have multiple. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like I don't know neuroscience or biological science, and so on and so forth. So you
1: have of the force, right? Yeah. Like it's like science, right? Yeah. You can use science for a multitude of things. Mm-hmm. The force is science. Yes. You can use science for your own self purpose for your own selfishness. You can use science to be altruistic. Yeah. You can be. You can use science to benefit the world in your image. You can use science for like, you know, to make sure that you have enough resources, Remember, you can use science to to make nature better, to be one with it, Yeah. you can, you can like have science, you can be against science and mm-hmm. just try to destroy it because you see it as he- heretical, there's so much things you can do with it, Yeah. Th- that's what the force is, some people, what if they a faction who's like I despise the force, so I use the force to destroy the force itself Yeah. because the force is too unnatural and they see the force as like a chaotic thing that, that causes so much issues and problems and it actually makes the world's balance even weirder so they try to destroy the force
0: I feel like interesting? I f- interesting? yeah I feel like there is a force based organization that has that philosophy but of course I would have to do more research on that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that would be Um. so we have the last clan it's called the uh, spider clan um so they're basically a splinter group of night sisters that are known to keep giant spiders as their slaves who do everything from doing daily chores to guarding the homes of their masters you know damn yeah and the spider clan revere a giant spider which they called the clan the the queen mother and the matron of a clan was considered the voice of a queen mother and the Spider-Clan are demonized by all of the clans on Dolphamir. Even the night Sisters them? themselves hate them. Are they just Why? Evil? So, they see them as heretics and are so dangerous that the clans would call in off-worlders to help their crusade against the Spider-Clan. What, spider, what does the Spider-Clan
1: believe? We know they're matriarchal like most of the other
0: clans. Oh well, yeah, but they... So... Okay, so you know how most, uh... Okay, so the Dothomirian clan see, you know, bounding themselves with nature and becoming one with it, which is why they have a symbiotic relationship with the Rancors. Like, they see the spider clan, these people, using spiders as their own slaves and whatever. Um, they see that as very heretical.
1: All oh, because they're not being one with nature. Yeah, they're yeah. Using nature.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: rather like, than working together symbiotically with nature, you're dominating.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. They kind of what <laughs> the Sith do. Yeah, exactly. So they're
1: basically like the Night Sisters, except more Sith-like. Yeah, interesting.
0: It's very interesting. Like this, I, I'm just briefly covering over the Spider Clan, but like I said, I wish they put more lore into these clans because all of them sound really interesting.
1: Fanfiction fiction writers and actual authors, give us more. Lore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and as with more. Okay, I've already went through all, all of the clans and all of that. Um I'm briefly going to How much time do we have over there? So like an hour and 5 minutes or something. Hour and 6. Okay, cool. I got plenty of time. Um so as with most force-based organizations who have their own philosophy on the force, um they also have their own unique force abilities which are exclusive but not limited to the witches. Like, there's the aspect of a storm, which is a technique that allows a Night Sister to turn the inky blackness of a sky into bright white threads of lightning strikes, almost akin to four storms.
1: Oh, cool!
0: Yeah, exactly. A lot of these are really cool. Then we have the Blood Trail, which is a technique when a Night Sister would mark their target with a drop of their own blood. And through the force, they would track the target down, and the Blood Trail could not be removed once the trail has been set. That's so cool. So it's kind of like the D and D ability Ranger's Quarry, but on a much larger scale.
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Man,
1: this space Australia is one heck of a
0: world. <laughs> 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 then there's the control web, which is a technique that must be initiated by several other Night Sisters, which I assume they just do this large web construct, <laughs> and then they drop it on somebody, and in conjunction. Each night, sister must work together, and they and it allows them to control any creature that gets caught in his web.
1: That's cool.
0: Yeah, and then there's the uh, the ears of a shipwrecks. Which is basically a giant bat-like creature. That's the creature that they base visibility off of. And it basically increases their hearing, which allows them to hear whispers and to, in essence, see with sound by painting pictures of hidden places from the sounds emanating from those places. Wow. Yeah, a lot of these abilities are really cool. Then they have... uh them-
1: like, so, can only the Night Sisters use these abilities?
0: Potentially, no, but they created this, these abilities. So, if they decide to teach people this ability, they could do that, too. So, if they
1: taught the Jedi, like, so, you know how they created, like, goblets and swords? Yeah,
0: and, like, yeah. smoke? Yeah. It's
1: like, so, if you taught, like, a Sith how to do that, they could just do that. Yes. So, like, if Savage Press. Like learn those abilities. He could just use those abilities. He could potentially, oh, yes, sad. yeah. So, so cool. potentially like everything in the Star Wars universe is actually just learnable. Yes. Unless like well, unless like you're talking about like Force earthquake, which you need a lot of
0: Force. Yeah, to, like, yeah. Or like most SIF rituals, like supernova, and a star or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>
1: It's like, oh, you created a sword out of green smoke? I have 1,000 blo- uh, blowed up suns for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then there's a Mind Speech, which is basically an ability that allows the user to project their image and voice into the heads of their selected targets.
1: Zip can do that too. So.
0: Yeah. Um, then there's the Scream of a Saurian, which is that dragon creature I mentioned earlier. So it's a like um, Sonic Scream? It- Kind of. So it allows the user to mimic the sounds of a creature's hunting call and territorial warning. And it is so powerful that if it's directed, um, you know, offensively towards an opponent, it's so powerful it is enough to shatter teeth and pop eardrums.
1: Oh, damn. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> shatter teeth? Oh, my yeah. God. Then they, all, they have a lot of spell bullshit. Um, there's the Seeking Spell, which allows the user to sense the presence of specific individuals, and they can even tell what their physical state is. Okay,
1: so the Force can just do anything. Yeah.
0: To be honest,
1: the Force can do anything. There yeah. Is no is awesome. To people, people, like, do the Force, no, the Force can literally do
0: anything. Yeah, it's literally limitless if you think about it. You
1: can't use so the Force cool. to regenerate. Why not?
0: <laughs> Why not?
1: <laughs> you can't use the Force to augment your body. Where did yes
0: you find all this information? So, uh, most of the information that I'm looking at is through Wikipedia and shit. I yeah, <laughs> all <actually, like, laughs>
1: that shit. Is that actually the Book of Shadows?
0: No, not the Book of Shadows. There's a certain section of which Mother Towson talks about uh, her clans and all of that and all of Air Force abilities. Holy There's fuck. <laughs> also a, a pretty cool one that's exclusively used by the spider clan it's called the touch of a kindre which is basically spider claim from dnd
1: cool
0: yeah very very cool um let's see i'm literally for anybody that anybody that's listening i'm literally looking at the book of a Civ. i highly recommend you guys take a look at it because it's got a lot of interesting things in it and the I should have covered this in the Night Sisters section, but the Night Sisters also have their own totems. Like, uh, there are these little totems that summon spirits, like they could summon a uh, fire, water, wind, or earth elemental at will. Yeah, a lot of these are really fucking cool. I really, really wish that I don't know other writers, fan fiction writers, or. Even the Disney canon would expand more on the witches of Dolphamir because they're really fucking interesting.
1: They're they're just going to be like, bro, those are non-canon now, bro.
0: <laughs> Shut the fuck up. It's canon to us.
1: <laughs> Aren't they remaking the sequels? Uh,
0: I don't know. But if they did, that's a really big move on their part. Well,
1: even even if they do, it's like there's no guarantee that's going to be any better than the ones we
0: got. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Um... I think I also remember a couple of other spells like the spell of lightning, very spell of explanatory, uh, the spell of disguise, all that sort of stuff. There are so many spells. I I don't think I'll be able to cover all of them in this episode. Spell, spell. <laughs> uh spell. But yeah, do you guys have any que- more questions about the uh, Witches of Dothomir?
1: <laughs> yeah. Amir have space kangaroos.
0: <laughs> well, in this case the space kangaroos are varan cores. <laughs>
1: like what is like space crocodiles, <laughs> Elephants.
0: Space, space elephants. Oh, varan cores are so fucking cool. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. If I was Okay. So, if you decide to have a beast of burden, what guy? What would you guys like to have? Would it be a rancor, or a crit dragon, or something else?
1: Crit dragon would be pretty fucking cool.
0: Yeah.
1: Would you pick any creature from Star Wars. Yes. Uh, I'm
0: trying to think. <laughs> Don't urge yourself, kid.
1: What is that? That giant worm?
0: Oh, oh fuck! I know the one you're talking about, but one from a uh, Empire Strikes Back one... The Millennium Falcon is in there. Yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called, but I think it's basically a space worm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That would be pretty cool, yeah. The Exagores, that's what they're called.
1: These are horrifying.
0: Yeah, they are are very horrifying. (laughs) They literally eat asteroids for breakfast. Jesus. (laughs) But yeah, um, wow. I just remembered. This is our fifth episode feels like forever since we did a podcast episode together. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's our fifth episode of Can mayonnaise Kill a Jedi or in this case can a bunch of dominatrix dominate an entire planet. The
1: answers may vary. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Depends
1: on which clan you visit.
0: Yeah. Well anyway, um I hope you guys loved listening to the podcast. I hope you had fun learning about the Night Sisters and all the other clans of Dothamir. Um
1: this was a really good episode. It
0: was a really good episode. I was I was legitimately surprised of how invested you guys were in each one of the clans that I explained.
1: The yeah. red, the red pot clan. We make pots and they're red
0: <laughs> <laughs> like if I were to add lore to the red pot clan, maybe they had this certain tradition where they make these red pods and they imbue them with magic and allow them to retell stories and all of that. that I would, think that would be pretty that cool, would be yeah. Really
1: cool. Or that's, they, why or that's how they do... Or this is how like, they fight
0: strong enemies. They just seal them in yeah. the pot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's that one D&D spell where they literally have a hut that they could go into? Steven's tiny hut. Yeah, there we go. I remember uh, Jake... Told me a campaign he run where you literally use that to kill a beholder.
1: Well like you no one can really get inside of its tiny hut. It's just like the safe zone that you are.
0: Yeah. In. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people complain, uh, so most of the magic shit was introduced via the Clone Wars intera- iteration of the Night Sisters, and a lot of people kind of complain this is too much D&D magic bullshit, but I like it. Yeah.
1: It, if the Force can manipulate, like, manipulate, like, midichlorians to create literal, like, like Star Wars Jesus, yeah, <laughs> it can possibly do anything.
0: I mean, yeah. yeah. And, like, I, I can see where they're coming from, but I really don't care about that because Star Wars has its foot in well, mythical aspects Star as Wars well. Star Wars isn't even
1: that sci-fi yeah. on top of technology. It's more just, like, it feels actually more like a space... Like it's a space opera. Yeah. Sci-fi. Yeah. This is just
0: space opera. Yeah, very, very true. Well anyway, um, I hope you guys enjoyed lis- learning more about the witches of Dathomir. This, this was awesome. yeah, it was a really fun episode to do research on. Um, I guess you could I guess you could guess what our next episode topic will be about, Hannah.
1: Is it Vitiate?
0: Yep, we're gonna be talking about Darth Vitiate.
1: Sweet
0: aka copy and paste palpatine. <laughs> he come
1: before palpatine? he's the o g
0: palpatine <laughs> the old republic palpatine, yes, yeah. but anyway, um, so we'll probably do our next episode of the coming year when i move fully move into my new place um. By the time you guys listen to this episode, Christmas would have already passed and New Year's right around the corner. But I hope you guys are having a wonderful Christmas and everybody is having a wonderful New Year. Looking forward to 2022 because fuck you, 2021. <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm going to take us away. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening, and thank you for all of the viewers that love our content. Even if there's one viewer out there, I am really happy that someone loves the content that we talk about, and I hope we can make more in the future. But anyway, you guys have any closing statements?
1: Merry Christmas, guys. Have a, have a good holiday. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year.
0: Merry Christmas to everybody from the Kamman Manis Jedi podcast. But anyway... Merry Christmas, and may the Force be with you.
1: And if there's any Dommy Mommies out there... bye. Bye! Bye!